Welcome back to By His Grace Marriage Ministry Podcast. My name is Amanda, and Shabbat Shalom to those of you that keep the seventh-day Sabbath. I pray that you are having a blessed and restful Sabbath. Okay, so I have something else that I want to share with all of you today. I have a message um, that I feel the Father has placed on my heart, and it goes along the lines of the topics that I have been dis- discussing a lot of lately. Um, so my last episode, I talked about counterfeit spouses. Um, before that, I talked about um, fatal attraction, just the dangers of becoming attracted to counterfeits, things like that, being tempted uh, through our flesh with counterfeits. And um, I've just talked a lot about this throughout my podcast Um for both men and women. I've even done several words that were specifically geared towards men in regards to counterfeits and temptation and things like that, because I feel that the enemy has a tendency to attack men just a little bit more than he does women in that area specifically. However, I feel that he targets and attacks everybody um, with with that um, area especially if you are called to a Yah-ordained marriage. So if you're new to the podcast, I just first and foremost want to say that if you are still unsure what the differences are between a marriage that has been set apart for you by the Father, by Yahuwah, if He's called you to marriage, He's going to call you to a marriage that is set apart for Him and for His kingdom. Um, If you decide to follow your own free will and you marry whoever you've chosen, um, that is your own free will and that is a secular marriage. That is not a marriage that has been ordained by the Father in any way, nor is it for the purposes of His kingdom. So um, if you are unsure about that or you're new to this podcast, please go back and listen to some of the first few episodes that I've done. There are currently seven seasons, um, which will be the last episode of season seven. I don't know if there'll be a uh, season eight, but um, there are plenty of episodes that go into just uh, greater detail in regards to the differences of Yah's will for our life, especially in the area of marriage, and then our own free will, especially in the area of marriage. Um, And the reason why I say that is because these counterfeit situations have a tendency in these temptations and sexual sin all have a tendency to happen when we are following our own will. So that's why it's just so important. But not only when we follow our own will, but when the enemy seeks to attack us, remember, he seeks to kill, steal, and destroy, um, especially when we are strong believers and we are following Yahuwah's will for our lives. This, these are one of the biggest things that he will do. He wants to steal our blessings. He wants to destroy our lives. He wants to take us as far away from Yahuwah as he can. So with this being a marriage ministry, I'm going to focus more on that area, but I want to say that it's in all areas that he seeks to kill, steal, and destroy, okay? So, uh, you know, these words are mainly for those of you that are single or you've come out of a wrong relationship or even marriage, maybe you've been divorced, um, and you are, you've been repentive and you are now waiting for Yah um, to bring you into that marriage that he has for you if you are called to marriage. Because remember, not everybody is called to a marriage. 
Um, most of us are, but not everybody is. So I would just ask that that'd be the first step that you do is realign yourself with Yah, reestablish your relationship with Him, focus on your relationship with Him, and then seek Him um, concerning the plans and will that he has for you. And if marriage is one of those, I would continue to seek him in that area, okay? And he will reveal to you. He wants to reveal these things to us in his own way, in his own timing, okay? So, but what I want to talk about today, so I've already talked, I've talked a ton about counterfeits, temptation, sec sexual sin. I've explained why, how sex can be a sin. I've had many people ask me if it's a gift, if it's been created by the Father, why is it a sin? I've explained all of these things. And so um, I've talked a lot about, you know, just what majority of us have faced throughout our lives. A lot of us have been at one point in a counterfeit relationship. Uh, at one point in our lives, a lot of us have been tempted through our flesh, especially sexually. As you know, our society is riddled with just everything sexual, um, but it's perverse as well. There's just so much wrong with our society that is really an abomination to Yahuwah. Um, so I've talked about fatal attraction, the dangers of, you know, uh, falling prey to, to becoming tempted, uh, sexually and things like that. Um, how sometimes we can end up falling attracted to people that we're not supposed to, you know, and these are all, again, these are tactics of the enemy to, you know, bait and trap us into wrong relationships so that our, um, or the plans of Yah on our, over our lives can be delayed or lose it all together, right? And so another thing too is that when we fall into these types of things, into these types of sins, it can open the door even further for the enemy to come in and wreak havoc over our lives, okay? So what I want to talk today about, I want to focus on the topic of soul ties. Now, I have talked about this before, um, not a whole lot, but I know I've mentioned it in uh, past episodes, but I really want to focus this episode today on soul ties. I don't have a whole lot to say, um, so this shouldn't be a very long episode, but if you have any further questions about this topic, please feel free to reach out to me via email, and I'd be happy to help you with that. Um, okay, so soul ties is a really big deal, okay? Now, before I, I explain further about soul ties, I want to make something clear. No, I'm not referring to like soulmates or twin flames and things like that. That is a completely different area. Um, a lot of that has to do with you know, all of that nonsense of uh, like horoscopes and twin flames and, you know, uh, psychics and, you know, tarot card readings and things like that. Um, we do not have twin flames. We do not have soulmates. We do have someone, if we are called to marriage, Yahuwah does have somebody for us. And when he brings us together with that person, we do become one flesh. The scripture tells us that the two shall become one flesh through consummation or through a sexual union. Now, when we do make love with someone, whether it's your Yahordane spouse or somebody else that you have fallen into temptation with, yes, we are basically what happens is our souls, because we do, we have a soul, we have a spirit, okay? Our souls end up becoming intertwined. That's why scripture says the two shall become one flesh. We literally become one, okay? Not literally as in one body, but we become one as far as our souls, our spirits, all of that, okay? We become one. 
okay this is why sex outside of marriage is considered a sin because it's powerful think about it it's the closest that you will ever become to somebody when you are making love with somebody you are just combining everything all of you and all of them together and it's powerful it forms a powerful bond okay so this is why soul ties and i'm not even going to say ungodly soul tie because any soul tie is not a good soul tie unless it's with your spouse that Yah has called you to be with. This is why soul ties are so dangerous and harmful. Okay? Because basically what a soul tie is, what happens is when you end up, okay, when you end up becoming either emotionally attached or physically involved with somebody this creates a soul tie okay now the thing about this is that if you become if you sleep with somebody okay you become physically close with them you're creating a soul tie but not only that usually where there's physicalness usually comes the emotional attachment if it's just that you're emotionally involved with this person right you formed a bond even if it's like a friendship between you and this other person and of course, you know, I'm talking about male and female opposite sex that can form a bond and a soul tie. And then usually that emotional bond will almost always lead to then the physical aspect of it. Okay. So both go hand in hand. And this is why I was saying in the episodes fatal attraction that you have to be very careful about even befriending somebody who's the opposite sex of you, even if you're both single. Because what can end up happening is if that person is not your spouse that Yah is bringing you together with and you become friends and then you form even like an emotional attachment with one another and it can be like you both like the same things or maybe you both helped each other out with something or there was also, again, there's physical attraction or there's sexual attraction and then combine it with all of that, you're now forming an emotional bond which then leads to a soul tie with this person. Okay, and then again, almost always, most of the time, that emotional bond then leads to a physical bond. Okay, you end up sleeping with this person. Or it could be the other way around where there's only sexual attraction with this person, there's physical attraction, you decide to sleep with them. Now you form this physical bond, now you have a soul tie. And then usually what follows that most of the time is then the emotional attachment as well. This is why it becomes so incredibly difficult for people to get out of counterfeit relationships. And this is why it's one of the biggest ways that the enemy will bait and trap an individual so that they cannot step into their yard marriage or they will be severely delayed in stepping into yard marriage because now not only are they involved with somebody who is not their spouse but now they've got to break the soul tie and be delivered from the situation before they can step into their marriage because when you create a soul tie you're you're connecting with this person on a deep deep level and it's not always so easy to get rid of and i can personally speak of this from my own experience because i've done it so if you're however many if you're somebody that you've had different sexual partners each one of those is a soul tie that you need to break away from even if you're no longer seeing that person you're no longer in contact you still have a soul tie with that person you know there's a saying that i used to hear and i was like wow you know that that makes a lot of sense every time you're with somebody every time you give yourself away physically to somebody you're giving literally a piece of your not literally but you're giving a piece of yourself away 
to that person. So if you've been with numerous of people, you've given pieces of yourself each and every time. By the time you step into your Yara Day marriage, you are with the one Yara has called you to be with. What do you have left to give the actual person that you're meant to be with, that you're supposed to give them all of you? What do you have left? So it's another good way to look at it as well. But every time you are with somebody, whether it's physically or emotionally, okay, you're giving a piece of yourself away. You are creating a soul tie with this person. Now, I've had people ask me, can I be friends with the opposite sex? Honestly, I wouldn't recommend it for many reasons that I've explained throughout this podcast. I would not. Because unfortunately, 90% of the time when there's a friendship that coexists between male and female, a lot of the time they end up becoming attracted to one another, they end up making a mistake, they end up sleeping together, or one ends up developing feelings for the other one and this, that, and the next thing. It just, it becomes a big mess. And again, this is how soul ties are formed. So honestly, I really don't recommend it. I really don't. Um, is it possible to actually have a platonic relationship with the opposite sex? It's possible, but I still wouldn't chance it. I still wouldn't recommend doing it. I just wouldn't. And again, I've even said this, even if you're married and say, you know, your husband goes to work and there's a female coworker there that there's something about her that attracts him to her or they become friends and they get along really well. That's danger and a risk for creating a soul tie or becoming attracted to this person that then leads to other things. You know what I mean? So I just wouldn't open the door. And then I've had people ask me, well, it's kind of hard though. I mean, we can't walk around with bags over our heads, this, that, and the next thing. Like there are other attractive people in this world. What do you do? I agree. And you know, this is why I say it's so important that we are in constant prayer against these things because the enemy will always try to find a slither of an opening to get in and attack you one way or another. If you end up coming across somebody, you could be at the grocery store or you could be at work and there's somebody that the enemy knows that this person would be attractive to you for A, B, and C or X, Y, and Z, whatever reasons that they are. Oh, trust me, he will try. He will try to make something come out of that. You've got to be on constant guard, have the whole armor of Yah put on and be in constant prayer against the wickedness against all of these evils in the world because the enemy will always always like all capitals always tempt us he will always try to tempt us because even though we're supposed to walk in spirit and truth we're still walking in flesh we're still human and we have sin nature and one of the biggest temptations amongst our society and within all of us is sexual it's a huge piece of it this world, the society, the enemy has done a really like tremendous job of sexualizing everything and then perverting it on top of that. And it's everywhere. So it's one of the biggest temptations that many of us face next to addictions, drugs, alcohol, food, things like that. Okay. So it's important that we guard ourselves through prayer and that we stay close to the father every single day and in his words so that we don't fall into these temptations, okay? But soul ties can be formed easily and they can be formed, uh, be formed very quickly before you even realize it, okay? This can literally happen to you in just a few minutes. You have to be careful and you have to guard yourself. Again, I've been through this, but however many people you've ever been with sexually things like that those are all soul ties that need to be broken off if you become good friends with the opposite sex that at some point you develop feelings for that person or they did you or 
at some point you guys maybe didn't go all the way, but you kind of fooled around a bit or whatever. All these things are soul ties and you have to break these things off. You have to break these things off. Because if not, it's going to constantly have a hold over you. And it could be even for some of you, for some of your circumstances, it could be the reason why you have not yet stepped into your marriage. You have to renounce these soul ties in Yahusha's name. You have to renounce them. Even if you're no longer with this person, even if it's been five years since you've seen or heard from this person or even talked to them, you have to renounce. If you, if you haven't repented, if you haven't renounced that soul tie, you need to do so. Because if you don't, even if it's been a while since you've been with this person, the door is still open. And then what can happen is because the door is still open, then the enemy could try again with somebody else or through a different situation. So it's extremely important that you renounce these soul ties, that you break them off. Pray and ask him to help you, right, through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the power of the Ruach HaKodesh, to break these soul ties off of you. Remember also, I've talked about something called word curses. If you walk around and tell people, oh yeah, I'm with so-and-so, so-and-so is my boyfriend, or so-and-so is my girlfriend, or you know, even if it's not true, or, you know, yeah, we're going to go ahead and say we're married just, just because, you know, because we're tired of people bugging us, whatever. These are word curses. You are literally putting yourself in bondage by saying these things because you're coming into agreement with something that is not a part of Yah's will for your life, which means you're coming into agreement with Satan. Okay. Because now you're coming into agreement with what he's doing in your life. Then say people ask, well, what about free will? Free will to me is equivalent to any plans the enemy has for your life. Why? Because anything outside the Father's will is not good for us. It may seem like it, but it's it's usually not good for us. So when you say things like this, you're literally agreeing with the enemy. You're putting yourself in bondage. You're making it easier for him to place you in a stronghold when you do these types of things. Or when you talk about how... Um, gorgeous this person is or how handsome they are or how much you would just love to get a hold of them and just do whatever you want with them and that's not the next thing you are opening up yourself to these word curses and these soul ties and it's extremely dangerous and you don't understand how powerful it is when these things come upon you and how it can influence you let's see in the world in the area of like you know horoscopes and tarot card readings and you know sight uh, I was going to say psychos, <laughs> psychics <laughs> and things like that. Um, you know, they even do like, they, they cast love spells and things like that. And honestly, brothers and sisters, in a way, when this happens to you, that's pretty much what it feels like and what you're in. You know, you're in, you're like under this spell with this person. You become so, you know, you've heard of, of, of instances where people become obsessed with somebody else, right? They come obsessed with one another. They can't get enough of one another. They can't break out of it. It's like an addiction. They need this person more and more and more. Think about it. You know, think about that. That stuff doesn't come from Yah. I mean, yes, when he brings us together with the one we're supposed to be with, of course we're going to be in love and of course we're going to feel these wonderful things. But this other stuff that I'm talking about, it's witchcraft, brothers and sisters. It's a form of witchcraft. It's a stronghold. It's a bondage. And it's not good. 
And it can literally, I've seen it make some people physically ill. I've seen it make people mentally ill. I've seen it consume people's lives. I've seen it destroy people's lives. I've seen it do all kinds of things. And I myself experienced some of these things to one degree or another. It is no joke, brothers, sisters. It is a real, real thing. And it is dangerous. You have to be careful who you are involving yourself with, who, who you are connecting to. You have to be careful if you, again, and I, and I said this in the episodes, fatal attractions, but if you find yourself attracted to somebody, okay, you need to go to Yah in prayer. Okay. The first step is realizing it and knowing, you know what, I'm attracted to this person. And listen, if you are in that stage where you're single and you, you don't know yet who your spouse is, if Yahuwah hasn't revealed to you yet who your spouse is and you're attracted to somebody, Take it to him in prayer and ask him, yeah, is this person my spouse? Is this somebody that I'm supposed to be involved with? Okay. And see what happens. If it is, he's going to let you know. If it isn't, then you need to say, okay, help me to no longer be attracted to this person or cut off. Help me to not see this person anymore. Help me to cut off communication, whatever needs to be done. Okay. Because one of the biggest things that I can encourage people in this situation, when you find yourself attracted to somebody or you really like them and you feel it's getting intense, you need to cut off communication with this person, stop seeing this person as much as you can. I know it's hard if it's somebody you work with or maybe you live near them or whatever, just pray and ask you all for help and he will help deliver you from that, okay? But um, if you know who your spouse is, but you're not with them yet, you know this person isn't your spouse. So again, you need to ask you to help you to cut all ties with this person, to not have any communication, not see them. Because that's the that's the only advice that I can give is when you find yourself attracted to somebody, you have connected with them, and hopefully you haven't created a soul tie yet with them, you need to cut off everything that you can with this person. Okay? That's that's the best way to combat it. That and through through prayer, of course. But if you've already formed an emotional bond with this person, okay, you've already formed a soul tie. So now you've got, and again, the way, one of the ways to break a soul tie is cutting off yourself completely from this person as best as you can. And if it's intense and say it's happening at work, you might have to pray and seek another job. Um, if it's you know, other situations, whatever, you know, Yah is going to show you what you're going to have to do for some of you. You might have to sacrifice because you've gone in way too far, way too deep, you know, and for some of you, it's going to call for, for, you know, what's that saying? Um, desperate calls or how is it that it goes? Um, I don't, I forget what it is. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Desperate something calls for different, uh, desperate measures or something. I can't remember how it goes, but y'all know what I'm saying. Depending on the severity, the level that this thing is, you might have to make some big sacrifices. You might have to take some big steps to cut that thing off because I'm telling you, y'all, once you go into a soul tie, it's not good. It's going to consume you. If you have word curses, that you yourself have said or somebody has spoken over you, you've got to break that. You've got to renounce these word curses and you have to renounce the soul ties. Like I said, if you're somebody that you're still not sure yet who your spouse is, maybe Yah hasn't revealed to you or maybe you're confused about who it is, seek him and ask him for clarification. Could this person that you're forming a bond with and you are finding very attractive, could it be? It might be. 
but you have to seek Yah and ask clarification, ask him to reveal to you, to clarify it for you. But until then, you need to guard yourself so that you don't become so attached to this person that now you're like consumed and you're falling in love with them. Okay, now I've, I've heard of this before, and this is very common, where people find themselves attracted to somebody, they feel they have great chemistry, they get along well, and before you know it, they're catching feelings, they're falling in love. And then what happens when this person is not your spouse? You've created a soul tie. What happens if you go around telling people, oh, I know this is my spouse. It has to be because of A, B, and C, and X, Y, and Z. You've now created a word curse. You've got to renounce these things. And see how easy it is to do that? See how simple it is to create a word curse? You see how simple it is to form a soul tie with somebody? It's that simple to do it. It's that quick. And I'm telling you, it's one of the biggest ways that the enemy will bait and trap an individual to keep them away from the blessings that Yah has for them concerning marriage. Because then while you're involved with that person to whatever degree that it is, you're delaying and you're blocking the actual person. And the enemy will even go as far as when you know who the person is or you're connected with the person, he'll still throw that counterfeit out your way. And he'll try to confuse you. I've seen this happen too, where people are confused. They're like, I don't know if it's this guy or that guy. I don't know if it's this girl or that girl. I don't know who, who it is. Because they're similar. Because they see, you know what I'm saying? Like the enemy will do this because he wants to keep you from going into your marriage. He wants to keep you from it. And brothers and sisters, if we end up falling for the wrong one, we end up going with with the wrong one, we don't necessarily lose the blessing, but we've delayed it. And and yeah, we could lose it. I don't know. That's really up to Yah how he wants to handle it. But this is why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that you guard yourself, that your, your priority every day should be connecting with Yah and learning more about him and his word and praying and remaining in prayer. Because the enemy will throw, right? He will always throw these arrows. That's why in the armor of Yah, our faith is the shield, right? And the word is our sword. This is why I say we need to be in this every day. Because every day is a battle. Every day the enemy is going to shoot those fiery arrows towards us. And most of the time, especially for those that are being called into marriage, those that have that blessing of marriage and a family, some of those arrows are always going to be temptation and counterfeit situations, soul ties, word curses. This is what the enemy is going to throw at you so that you fall into these strongholds, so that you fall into these bondages, so that you're even more delayed in stepping into your actual marriage or you never do step into it. You see what I'm saying? Because for some people, let me tell you, some people get involved with somebody with a counterfeit, they have soul tie and all of that, or word curse over them, or all of the above. And some people marry this individual And they don't come to realize until years later. Does that mean that that once you figured it out and repented and turned away from it, that you'll never step into it? No, you will. It's just that's more time that's been wasted. And that's what the enemy wants to do. he's He's a waster. He wants to do that. He wants to keep you as long as he can away from the blessings of Yah. He can't stop it. He doesn't have the power to do that. But he can delay it through these ways that I've mentioned to you today. And for some, 
it's it happens for several years for some praise yeah you realize it within a few weeks or a few months but for some of you years go by until you finally realize you're in a wrong relationship you finally realize this person's a counterfeit you finally realize i've been going off soul ties you finally realize i put myself in a word curse or somebody put one over me and then now you got to go through the whole process of repenting and being delivered and healed and all of that stuff now I believe that Yahoo is an Elohim that can recompense time. He can make up for lost time. But still, to go through all of that for, for four years or seven years or ten years, who wants to spend all that time in something like that? It's terrible. It's not good. And that's that's definitely a process ahead. But Yahuwah can take all of that and he can use it for our good, you know? So not all hope is lost when it comes to that, but I just wanted to, to share this word. I wanted to give just a word of caution in regards to this. Like I said, it really goes along the lines, the topic I've been talking about late, lately with the counterfeit spouse, um, fatal attraction, and just all of these things that I've been talking about. And especially if you're dealing with somebody, if that counterfeit person, that situation, that person you have a soul tie with is has narcissistic tendencies and traits, even more so, it's going to be even more challenging which I also talked about as well. So I encourage all of you, if you have time, to go back and listen to these episodes. They're very important, very vital. And I will be praying for all of you concerning these things because this is happening to a lot of people, especially in this season. It's happening to a lot of people right now. The enemy is working overtime. So I really encourage you, brothers, sisters, to be on guard, be in the word, have the whole armor of Yah put on you every single day. Uh, fight the good fight, but remain in him and trust in him and, and keep your faith. Um, all right, so that's it. If you have any more questions concerning today's topic, please feel free to email me at byhisgracemarriage at gmail.com. Other than that, thank you all so much for listening, and I will hopefully talk with you in my next episode. Shalom. Shalom.